Welcome to Somewhere and Elsewhere, a Coastal Carolina Arts Podcast by Short Sides. I'm Kevin Lee Y. Green. Coming up next, a Somewhere and Elsewhere special where we uncover stories from artists across the coastal region. Last fall, Kevin Spears was voted into the Wilmington City Council. Spears has lived in Wilmington his entire life. And he says he was motivated to run for the position. Because I didn't see many people like me in these spaces. I started going to the Democratic Party's meetings. You know, I joined a, a city board and, you know, just to be able to give input from my perspective. Spears wanted to offer his perspective in a space where he sees his community's voice not only go unheard, but where he sees it misrepresented. You know, when you when you do the type of things that I've done, you're often called by reporters and, you know, they want to do stories and they want to do stories that are about shootings in your neighborhood or anything that's negative in your neighborhood. I started telling reporters that, hey, if you can't come to me about a positive story in my community, I'm not going to answer. We need to be able to see people in a positive light. So, how can we do better to see the best in each other? One way might be through art. You see, though he's become well-known in Wilmington for his political and his organizing career, fewer people know that Spears once organized poetry events for his community and delivered spoken word poetry himself. You'll hear in this story that those events weren't always easy to pull together, but Spears describes them as more than just poetry nights. They provided a space for people to feel part of a community and a platform for artists to express themselves. Here's Kevin with that story. 11 years ago, about 2009, I was introduced to poetry by this female friend of mine when I was attending community college. She was a poet, and you know I was never really into that sort of stuff growing up. I was a rough sports kind of outdoor guy. But it was just something about the scene that did something to me, the culture. And I just really fell in love with the scene of it all. You know, the cadence, the the vibe, just the art of it. I told myself that I would want to put on a poetry event, you know, whenever I found an opportunity. And so it always, like, played in the back of my mind. And one evening I was at a place down the street. And, you know, I just kind of brokered a deal to um, start hosting poetry events there. Never done it before. Didn't really have a bunch of poets in mind. Didn't consider myself a poet. But just knew it was something that I wanted to mark off my bucket list. So, you know, I did it. And and I would say the first year or two, it was kind of hectic. Man, poets are a weird bunch of folks. You know, either they'll show up or they won't. Sometimes, you know, you would get a lot of buzz about the event and then it's the night of, they'll tell you they'll show up and they still won't. And every time afterwards, I would say, I quit. I'm not doing it again. And then people would ask me to do another one and I would do another one, you know, because I just wanted to bring something different to the scene.
it was different from any other poetry event that was going on around town because it gave the feel, you know, it gave a, a, a DC feel, it gave a Raleigh or Durham type of feel, you know, when you have black professionals at a, at a nice event. Like I said, you know, wine, a painting, candles, you know, nice lighting and a nice event. And I mean, like the reception was really well. Um, we would have community. With poetry, you can you can get a message out to a group of people. Could be a small group of people, could be a large group of people. But I think that's the beauty of poetry. You know, it's it's you in almost your purest form. It's you and your thoughts, and then it's you and your thoughts in the audience. And now, here's Spears with a poem he wrote early in June during the height of the protests, reflecting on the moment. I read a comment where an ally stated that it had been fighting criminal justice reform for 20 years. I'm going on birth year 44 and hadn't realized that I had been fighting for civil rights equally as long. My mother and grandmother before me, my father and my grandfather. I'm currently tracing my lineage, and I'm sure that there's a part of it that passes through slavery, seeing as I've discovered that my mother's family came here from South Carolina. Historically, I've never really cared for South Carolina and have always felt more prideful being from North Carolina. May just be the strong Thurman thing or the fact that one time there on a trip, a white man called my mama a nigger. She threw our hot dogs at him in return. She was and still is courageous. Anyway, as I digress, and please rest assured that this fight has seen some hellified combinations. I've been hit below the belt, knocked down, but never knocked out. I've been given black eyes, bites, cuts, and bruises in this fight. I have received countless standing eight counts and warnings from the ref that he, she would end the fight if the fear of death was present. Reality is, the fear of death has always loomed around when you're wrapped in this skin. I had a convo where my comrades said that the protests were ongoing and there was no time for rest. I haven't rested in decades. All of those chances with death in jail do something to your sleep pattern. Hell, it's hard to sleep when your neighbors and society wants to kill you. Think about that. A system designed to rub you out. A system that's dropped you right between a rock and a hard place. A place where you can't sufficiently provide for your family. A system where the health care you receive is subpar, second rate, and potentially might cost you an arm or a leg. A system where black mothers and their babies died at a disproportionate rate. Man, I can date this thing back hundreds of years. Years where all hope remained in the sky and they sang old scriptures that had dual meaning. And eventually the boys wrote about our duality. That still applies to date. Why? Because we can watch ourselves being assassinated on the 24 hour news. Somewhere and Elsewhere, a Coastal Carolina art podcast from Working Narratives and Shoresides. Shoresides is a local journalism project serving the Coastal Carolinas and beyond. Know of a Coastal Carolina artist we should be covering? Contact us at info at shoresides.org. I'm Kevin Lee Y. Green. Thank you for listening. <laughs>